Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. This update's brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash and rented real estate. Find them at NRIA.net. U.S. stock index futures are higher. An indication stocks will trim their first weekly drop in four, and they're mirroring a global equity rally as investors reassess stimulus measures in Europe. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P E-mini futures up nine-tenths percent, up about 18 points. Dow E-mini futures up 139. NASDAQ E-mini futures is up 46. The DAX in Germany is up 2.7 percent. Ten-year Treasury down 4.30 seconds. The yield 1.94 percent. NYMEX crude oil up 2.3 percent or 88 cents to 38.72 a barrel. COMEX gold is down three tenths percent or three dollars sixty cents to 12.69.20 an ounce. The euro a dollar 11.18. The yen 113.72. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Hey, Karen, uh, thanks so much. Time for surveillance correction. Many emails in, many tweets as well. One M. McKee sent in a tweet, actually threw a shoe at me. He said, Tom, Larry Lindsay's book is not apolitical. Michael, discuss. Well, uh, it, it is pretty clear that Larry is coming at uh, the, the issues from the right-hand side, uh, perhaps even the far right. And I don't mean the, the, the wingnut right, the, but the more the libertarian uh, view of um, the uh, economy and the elites. Uh, you note in your book that uh, it's mostly the Democrats who are the problem. Um, you uh, talk uh, more about the problems uh, of in- income inequality rising under Barack Obama and Bill Clinton much more than under Republicans, etc. So I don't think it's necessarily a, uh, a an apolitical book. But I did want to ask about the... Um, the, the the elites you were talking about, starting with Woodrow Wilson. I mean, what about uh, the white male landowners uh, of a highly educated class that wrote the Constitution? I mean, did we not start with elites running the country? Well, we, we started with King George and his ministers running the country. And uh, what the history of America was, was uh, sort of a continual uh, democratization. You know, we fought a, a civil war uh, to stop those elites uh, from uh, from running things the way they did in the South. So, you know, I'm never claiming that America uh, has ever been perfect, but we are a cause, and we're a cause that believes for the first time in history that government is supposed to work for the people rather than vice versa. And what I think we're finding with the ruling class is that they really think that the people work for the government, that that's who we're there for. We're, you know, uh, low-hanging fruit to be plucked in order to pay taxes. Uh, that's not what the intent was. And I think the great strength of America and what has driven American growth is the idea that government is there to serve us and uh, not us to serve them. Doesn't any uh, bureaucracy become rent-seeking and, uh, and inefficient, whether it's, uh, you know, government or in a corporation? Absolutely. There's no question about it. And that's why you, what you really need if you want to have economic dynamism and political dynamism is, um, you know, as little concentration of power within a bureaucracy as you possibly can. Uh, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. By the way, those facts on inequality are, are facts, right? It's, it's not a, it's not a political judgment. The, I went to the Census Bureau. They have three measures of inequality. Uh, inequality has been rising constantly ever since the Great Society. 
And it has risen faster under Obama and Clinton than it did under Bush and Reagan. That's just what the Census Bureau numbers show. Uh, and it's not a, a political spin. I think it's a bit ironic that the more people talk about inequality, it just happens, or I don't know if there's cause and effect, it just happens that inequality rises more when they say they're going to do something about it. Well, uh, that takes me kind of where I want to go to an earlier book of yours. What a president should know, but most learn right. too late. A, a primer written uh, back in 2008 when uh, we were going to get a new president. Then uh, I watched the debate last night, and uh, without taking sides, I mean, all of them, the ignorance about economics and markets and finance was stunning. Uh, what would you advise them to learn before they come to office? Well, I think uh, I think that's right, and... Uh you know, uh, the ignorance is also very much a bipartisan thing. It's it's really quite uh, quite shocking. I, um, uh, among other things, I think that they have to respect the fact that they are there to govern and not to rule, and that actually other people, um, be it uh, businesses or families or what have you, actually know how to run their own business uh, better than they do. And I think that's you know that's the core. The, the presidency is a very, very difficult job. And, uh, you know, we have, we have one candidate who says, well, I, I built a great business and therefore, you know, I can do this. Um, not quite so much. You know, among other things, he's got uh, two boards of directors, one with 100 members, one with 435, that are always going to be looking over his shoulder. He basically can't uh, fire 99% of the people who work for him. And so it's a very tough job that requires a very unique skill set. And uh, I think almost every president goes in there not knowing how tough the job is going to be. I, uh, I, I had a vision of a hostile takeover there when you were talking about those boards of directors. Tom, I just <laughs> want to uh, do my own little sur surveillance correction here. A recency bias when I said the uh, watched the debate last night. Of course, uh, it was because it was last night. It, both sides demonstrate a lot of a lot of ignorance. Larry, what do you want uh, Washington to get out of your book? You've served George Herbert Walker, George W., and Ronald Reagan before uh, that. Whoever's in the chair in Washington in December, what do you want them to learn? Well, I think the first thing that they're going to have to learn is uh, they're going to have to go in there thinking about crisis management. What worries me the most uh, right now is that none of the campaigns on either side of the aisle are really thinking about how to run things in a crisis. Uh, you know, we saw that in 08. We saw, I went through that in, in 2001 in the, in the attack on the World Trade Center. You really have to, uh, have your administration designed to handle a crisis because that's when it really matters. That's when the presidency really matters. And these people are talking about issues that, that really aren't crisis driven. And, um, and so that would be, that would be the first thing. Um, the second, uh, and I think the most important, is going to be to, to begin to roll back uh, the degree of micromanagement uh, that is occurring. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a Congress there that's elected in order to make judgments. The experts are great uh, at make, coming up with ideas, right. but let the Congress have some judgment okay. here on whether or not they should be implemented. Larry Lindsay, thank you so much. The book is Conspiracies of the Ruling Class. With futures up 19, down futures up 144 from New York. Worldwide, Bloomberg Surveillance.
Bloomberg Surveillance is brought to you by your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State dealer. No matter what the weather, Mercedes-Benz 4Matic all-wheel drive brings peace of mind and driving confidence. Visit your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State dealer for a test drive today.